0: could have been a veteran. Podcast number 183. Yes, indeed, my friends. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This one's, you know, I'm giving this one up for Veterans Day. I work for the federal government. I work for the Bureau of Reclamation, which is inside the U.S. Department of Interior. And I work with a lot of veterans, a lot of people who have been in the military and served our country. And, you know, my dad was also a veteran, so I want to give it up for him. Oh, let me just say, this podcast is One Day Late. And I apologize about that. It would have been sweet for this to actually come out on Veterans Day. But, uh, yeah, this is where I'm at. Late is great, I like to say. But nonetheless, I'll always try to have this podcast... Up Wednesday mornings uh, no later than 9 a.m so you can all check it out. So hopefully you came back on this most beautiful of Thursdays and are getting this this podcast a day late. So yes, my father was a veteran. He left Italy came to the United States. He didn't want to deal with Mussolini at the time and he didn't want to join the Italian army. so him and his brothers all came to the United States. And, uh, yeah, my father joined the army and, uh, yeah, I like to give it up for my daddy. Oh, give it up for my daddy. Oh, but I got to tell you, I just got a quick little short story. I want to share with you. Uh, when I was younger, I was, I really wanted to be in the military and we used to have a guy named Kirk live with us. He, he just got out of the Marines. He used to live in our basement. And I guess that was my real only uh, connection to the military was him. And I just kind of thought it was super, super cool. I was like, oh, I want to be a Marine, the few, the proud, this kind of thing. But I kind of liked the idea of the military when I was when I was younger. And and then, you know, when I got a little bit older, not that much older, but probably early high school uh, or maybe late grade school, you know, I'd get in a lot of trouble and my dad would threaten to put me in a military school. And then he, you know, he, he laid that on me once and I was like, you know what, let's do it. I'm, I'm kind of interested in that. I wouldn't mind going to West Point or, you know, whatever the, the, the school is, the prep school that gets you ready, you know, the prep high school that gets you ready for West Point, the college. Maybe there's even a high school for it, but he could tell I was pretty serious. He could tell I was pretty serious. And then I got a little bit older, late high school, And uh, things started to change a little bit for me. I wasn't necessarily so interested in the military anymore. And now at my age where I'm at, and if you know me, I mean, I am very, very Buddhist and I am super pacifist, even though I'm a fourth degree black belt in Aikido and have a black belt in Kaju Kenpo Karate and another one in Danzanru Jiu Jitsu. But it's really quite interesting that, uh, yeah, that I had those kind of thoughts because I'm like super pacifist now. And I just, I remember my, my brother had a good friend who went into the army and my dad was in the army and this good friend was now recruiting and he was calling all of us in our circle trying to get people to join the military and all this kind of stuff. And he set up appointments for my brother and and then he actually gave whoever on his side gave my name, said I was interested, probably because, you know, we, we all grew up together. We ran around in the same circle of friends. And, and he was probably like, oh, yeah, Alejandro, this guy, is probably, he's probably interested in going into the, into the Marines, you know. or They were probably pulling for the army, honestly. And this guy would call me up. He'd call me all the time. You know, and this was pre-cell phone. So he'd leave messages or the phone would just ring and it's sergeant so-and-so. I can't even remember his name. My brother even gave, uh, deflected anything from him and gave the sergeant in charge my name. And this dude called and called and called and called. And I told him all the time, now nah, I'm not interested. I'm, You know, I, I think I'm going to be going to college. And I, you know, I like the idea of it, but I don't really think it's for me. And Oh, he there was so much pressure. So much pressure. Wow. (laughs) And then one day I was like, you know what, I should just tell this guy that I don't have two hands, (laughs) that I don't have two hands and see what happens, you know. And uh, he called me up and he was real persuasive and he's like, hey, man, you know, we'd love to have you. You could join. You can come out today. Have your mom come you know, get to the recruiting station and do all this kind of stuff. And I was like, Hey, you know, uh, I just want, I just want to let you know, cause I, I don't know if you know this, but I, I, I said, I was born without my left hand. I don't have two hands. And he paused for a moment and then slightly gasped. Uh, and then he was like, uh, well, you know what? Okay. Thanks so much. And he got off the phone super quick. And I never, <laughs> I never heard from that guy again, you know, and then talking to some, some, uh, People that just freshly joined the Marine Corps then, 18, 19 years old, you know, and some other ones that came back, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I said this to that, that drill sergeant and they're like, well, yeah, he was probably thinking they, they let, usually it, people like you, they're letting go. They're not taken in, right? The whole wounded warrior thing. and You know, it's really interesting. It's really interesting. You know, I had a lot of respect for my dad and he, you know, he served his time in the, in the American army and. I work with a lot of veterans, you know, and hearing all the banter from, you know, like uh, Marine people dissing the Army people and taking it out on the Air Force and all this kind of stuff. I just think it's really, uh, you know, it's just a good thing. If that's your thing, then do that thing, you know, and and, and enjoy it. But I think, you know, I have reoccurring dreams of... uh, falling out of the sky in a plane, right? And then I also have a, a deep fear of water. So I, I just think maybe in a past life, I got shot down, World War One ended up in the water, World War Two got eaten by a shark, you know, all this kind of stuff. I mean, I'm just, I'm super uh, pacifistic. You know what I'm saying, yo? That's, uh, that's just my stilo right now. And as a federal employee, Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I got yesterday off, you know, so uh, that's a good benefit for me. I enjoy getting a day off. I remember I remember when my dad died after my dad died. We had his funeral. And since it was it had a military overtone, they blew they blew some bugle and, and they had some some people out there shooting guns. And I'll tell you what, they folded up that flag. And that was a very, very real thing. Like, I learned a lot about the military in that moment, you know. There was just some true honor there from my dad. So I got to give it up on Veterans Day. I got to give it up on Veterans Day. And then I like to go go visit his grave on Memorial Day, take my mom out there. I'm just going to give a big shout out to anyone out there who served, served our country, did what you did for all of us so we could enjoy a little more freedom. I just, you know, I got to extend a big hand of thanks because... As much as I wanted to do that as a kid, uh, it's just not how my life unfolded. And now I'm just super—you uh, know—I'm a pacifist. I'm, I'm all into the peace. I'm all into the peace. So, but I do respect and honor people that make that decision and, and fight for our country. You know, um, I remember uh, just a quick, another short story. I remember um, my mom and I were trying to get some extra benefits from my dad for her. So we, we've spent a lot of time at the VA hospital and I, I'll tell you what, man, I get funny looks, in the <laughs> I get funny looks in the VA hospital, right? Because people think I'm a wounded warrior. And, uh, you know, I just remember I, I had to, I had to take the elevator up one floor and, and the elevator opened and there was a guy standing there and he just looked at me. He's like, Oh, Whoa man, looks like you've seen better days. And I was like, nah, man, I think this is the best day there is. And, and, uh. You know, he was like, oh, yeah, I've been through, you know, I've been through a lot, you know, I lost my leg in this, you know, battle and whatever, you know, he was in Desert Storm or something like that. And and I was like, oh, I think uh, I think you've mistaken me for someone that was in the military. No, man, I'm here with my mom because my dad was in the military and I, I was born like this. And, so, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any day better than this day. And it was just really interesting, his perspective, because, of course, we're in the VA, and he sees me. I don't have two hands. That is not the first time something like that has happened to me. But nonetheless, there it is, my friends. Just uh, some funky, quirky little military stories from a guy who's not in the military. So let's give it a, up again. One time, one time. Let me raise a hand to all the veterans. And with that, my friends... Stay safe. Be cool. See, I told you. He's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets.